Welcome to Working Gratitude, Real People, Real Gratitude at Work, with your host, Darren Hollingsworth, Chief Gratitude and Affirmation Officer at Odenata Coaching and Consulting. Working Gratitude was created to stimulate dialogue and conversation about the usefulness of gratitude in the workplace. These brief interviews with successful professionals from a variety of workplace environments will encourage and inspire you and give you food for thought about how you can start working gratitude. Thank you for listening to Working Gratitude. Now here's your host, Darren Hollingsworth. Hello, welcome to Working Gratitude. I'm Darren Hollingsworth. My guest today is Chip Conley, author, speaker, and founder of Joie de Vivre Hospitality. Under Chip's leadership, Joie de Vivre grew to America's second largest boutique hotel company. He speaks around the world on how to find meaning at the intersection of business and psychology. Chip was a featured speaker at the prestigious TED Talk in 2010. His best-selling books include Peak, How Great Companies Get Their Mojo from Maslow, and Emotional Equations, Simple truths for creating business for creating happiness plus success. Chip has been on the board of San Francisco's Glide Memorial Church and is currently on the board of the Esalen Institute, Burning Man, and Youth Speaks, and he's the founder producer of ArtPad SF. I had the opportunity to hear Chip speak at Pathways to Gratefulness, a symposium presented last year by a network for Grateful Living, gratefulness.org, where he was on a panel discussion about gratitude in the workplace. So I knew, Chip, that you would be a great contributor to this conversation about working gratitude, and thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you, Darren. It's great to be with you. Well, I like to give my uh, guests an opportunity to just expand a little bit on the bio that I present in that introduction and let our listeners know what's going on for you right now. Sure. Uh, Well, let me say that I'm... um Gosh, I, I started my company 26 years ago when I was 26 years old, so now you know how old I am. Um, <laughs> and when I decided to call the company Joie de Vivre, you know, meaning joy of life, um, I, was, I liked the idea that, the, that we, our mission statement as a company was also the name of the company. Uh, so Joie de Vivre has been something I've always celebrated, and, and that was the nature of, I think, par- part of the reason why the company grew as big as it did and has done as well as it's done. Now my way of finding Joie de Vivre in life is uh, going out and experiencing festivals, and um, I'm launching a website this year on the world's best festivals that will be called fest300.com. So I have a lot of gratitude in my life today that I've gotten to a place where my job is to go out and seek out the world's best festivals and write about it and then create a website around it. So the website will go live in the spring, but my travel blog around festivals goes live uh, later in January. I look forward to that. The I I you know those lists of thousand great places to go before you die. The, yep, the festivals yep. will be a great list, and um, if if Burning Man is on there and at the top of your list, <laughs> I've only had the opportunity to experience that one once, but um, just the whole community around that throughout the year yep. is is exciting to be a part of in San Francisco. Well, we'll look forward to that. So as we you've already expressed a little bit of your gratefulness there, um, but let's talk about other things that you are grateful for in your work today. Can you elaborate Mm -hmm. on some of those for us? Sure. Uh, Well, I'm very grateful that, uh, this sounds odd, but that we've had two once-in-a-lifetime downturns in the San Francisco Bay Area in the last decade. Um, Why would I be grateful about two downturns? Well, uh, as a hotelier, we are particularly um, susceptible and, uh, you know, fragile uh, when it comes to a uh, a bad economy, because uh, travel expenses and is one of the first things that people cut back on, both for corporate travel as well as leisure travel. 
Um, but you know what I learned during these two downturns, the dot-com bust and the, the Great Recession we're in now, is it really reacquainted me with um, two of the greats in psychology, uh, Abraham Maslow, uh, and during the dot-com bust period, and then more recently Viktor Frankl, who wrote the book mm. Man's Search for Meaning. Right. And in both cases, I took uh, the, this Maslow's perspective on self-actualization and Frankel's perspective on meaning, and I integrated it not just in my own life, but I, I was able to integrate it into my company and build a, a business model based upon self-actualization and on meaning. And, and what it really helped me, uh, the reason I have gratitude around that is that you know, sometimes you learn the most when you're going through the most difficult times. So I am very grateful for the fact that I was able to, to learn a lot about um, psychology, meaning, and just the human spirit uh, and, then, and then apply it to my organization. You know, that's one of the most consistent threads that I hear from all of the variety of guests that I talk with is if you can't find the gratitude first, what can you learn from an experience? And the types of challenges that you're talking about uh, in the industry that you're in are, are very real. And you, you can't just live in some positive pop psychology of, oh, it's going to get better. You have to be irresponsible for thousands of employees and, and thousands of guests, tens of thousands of guests. And so you can't live in some, some just power of positive thinking mentality. You have to find the things that are, um, and I think in your TED Talk you, you speak to the, the tangible measurables, but we've really got to address those intangibles. And I think you've been at the forefront of leadership for bringing that, that conversation to the workplace. I know the, your contribution at the Pathways to Gratefulness really did, well, it's part of the inspiration for this working gratitude conversation because I heard you and other very accomplished business leaders talking about the importance of not just employee recognition, but appreciation and really expressing gratitude. Uh, do you have a little insight to reflect on about about the way you've brought gratitude into the workplace? Well, one of the, you know, in my book, Emotional Equations, um, the, the, the equation that really started that book was this equation from Frankel, which is, it's not his equation, but it's my distilling his book, Man's Search for Meaning, into an equation, which mm-hmm. is despair equals suffering minus meaning. From that equation of despair equals suffering minus meaning, I ultimately went to happiness next and said, so what is happiness all about? And I, I went to Bhutan and I studied happiness in Bhutan since they're the first country in the world to have a gross national happiness index 40 years ago. And then I studied with a bunch of famous people who are in the psychology profession. And what I learned is that the number one fastest way on any continent on the world to be happy is to practice gratitude. Mm. So... Uh, and in fact, the equation is happiness equals wanting what you have divided by having what you want. What that means is basically happiness equals practicing gratitude divided by pursuing gratification. Um, having what you want means to go out and try to get things all the time. And so the challenge that we tend to see at work so often is we don't practice gratitude. Um, we tend to focus on what we haven't gotten yet. And we do that for ourselves. We do that for the people who work for us. We do that for the company as a whole. Um, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. In fact, I, I do believe that it, being a striver by nature and determined and focused on what you haven't done yet is part of what makes people successful. 
The problem we have as a culture, though, is we think that success creates happiness, and there's more and more evidence that suggests the opposite. Happiness is what creates success. So I'm a big believer that the equation of happiness equals wanting what we have divided by having what we want means that we're supposed to go out and practice gratitude every day. So my practice I had was twice a day as the CEO of the company when I was CEO, I would make sure I was practicing gratitude with two people who worked with me. And I had to do two every day. So if I didn't do my two on Monday, I had to do four on Tuesday. Got it. You really banked it. You 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 speak to gratitude throughout the book, really, and, and I, I loved um, really diving into that perspective and a couple of the insights that you brought forward. Uh, in the explanation, you've kind of just said it, but one of the quotes that I've, I've really highlighted is that gratitude is the most effective means of reminding you to want what you have. And that to me is completely insightful in the workplace because when we're looking at um, what we have accomplished in terms of bottom line and the employees we've recruited um, and showing them appreciation, it is, it, it's got a ripple effect throughout the organization, and clearly you've experienced that uh, in your leadership. I also love, and I, I hope that listeners will really take the time to dive into your book, because I, I, you give an example of one of the scholars who talks about gratitude is not all there is, because gratitude is like the putting too much sugar in a cake. I'm paraphrasing there, I think, but mm-hmm. um, if, if, if you over-practice gratitude, you've got, you, you know, you're out of balance, but using your equation model, you've got to balance the equation. So um, I, I do hope our listeners will really spend some time in your book and looking at all of the emotional equations, but obviously I have an uh, affinity toward the gratitude work. Mm-hmm. Well, as you have lived the life of the joie de vivre, and as many of my guests do, you, you've come to a sense of accomplishment in your life, and you've, you've had really multiple careers, speaker, author, teacher, researcher, uh, and now festival traveler, um, when, when you have found the fullness that your life is bringing to you and that you have set intention for, you are clearly overflowing into the lives of other people in many ways. Uh, and I love for people to have the opportunity to share how gratitude overflows into the community. I, t- I talked about in your bio some of the things you've been involved with, but is there something in particular that you really want to share that has been an expression of your gratitude in the community? Well, I, I, yeah, you, you mentioned uh, four different organizations that I, I am on the board of or ha- have been on the board of. And, I, you know, the one thing that's common amongst Glide Memorial Church, which is in the Tenderloin in San Francisco, uh, or, or Esland Institute on a beautiful coastline in Big Sur, or Burning Man in the desert in Nevada, or Youth Speaks, which is a spoken word um, inner city youth poetry uh, program that has actually gone national now is it's all about transformation. So I believe that what I can offer, um, you know, I don't want to be part of the San Francisco Opera Board. I don't want to be part of the San Francisco Convention and Visitors Board. I don't, there are a lot of great organizations that would be quite prestigious to be on their board, but what is meaningful to me in life is how do we create transformation. And um, so my, my way of showing gratitude and making a, a difference in, in the world, I think, is to help support and provide gratitude, and, and whether it's financially or with my time and energy, 
to organizations that are making transformation in the world. Uh, and you know, you could say that about any organization, but there are some that probably <laughs> you could make a better argument for, and the ones that I, I tend to focus on are doing that. But they're usually doing it mostly in uh, you know, somewhat of a localized community. So I'm more focused on the localized than the global. Got it. And you, know, you bring several points that I like to highlight with clients and other people that I talk with and leaders who are, who are kind of trying to find their philanthropy. You, you stated clearly that it's not just about money. It's about giving time and talent. Mm-hmm. And I know that your work has taken you into all of those spheres for organizations. And I think community, different people define community differently. And you have chosen and, and made significant investments in, as you say, local community, and then others have affinity for and passion for the global community. I think the, the common thread in the conversation is that people who are successful and have gratitude to share want to make a difference and mm-hmm. want to be part of that transformation, and you clearly are providing leadership in that area, So, and, and I know that our listeners will be inspired by um, this conversation, and if they'll take the time to read more of your work and listen to more of your uh, contributions to the TED Talks and otherwise, uh, they'll find more resources. So thank you very much for joining me. I'll be sure to put your website, um, and that's chipconley.com, mm-hmm. right? Yep, yep, exactly. On, on my website as well as links to the other organizations that you've given a shout-out to, and we'll thank make sure so that, that they'll get a, a nice... Uh, affirmation for your affinity for them. So, Chip, thank you so much for joining me today on Working Gratitude. I knew you'd make a great time. Thank you, Darren. Thanks for what you're doing out there in the world. And to our listeners, I do hope that you have gained great insight and inspiration from Chip's story, and please do learn more about him. Learn more about the other diverse professionals that we've talked with here on Working Gratitude, from opera singers to coaches to other business professionals who are really bringing gratitude to the workplace. So thank you for listening. I'm Darren Hollingsworth, and please listen again to Working Gratitude. Darren Hollingsworth has had a successful career as a financial advisor, a senior fundraising professional, and a nonprofit executive. Now, as a business success and philanthropy coach, Darren is passionate about helping successful professionals realize and exceed their personal and professional potential. He helps individuals find their passion, inspiration, and motivation through work based on gratitude, accountability, and encouragement. To hear more Working Gratitude and for more information about Darren Hollingsworth and Odonata Coaching and Consulting, visit our website, odonatacoaching.com, or visit us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash odonatacoaching. Working Gratitude, copyright Darren Hollingsworth and Odonata Coaching and Consulting, all rights reserved.